Welcome to another episode of the Local Podcast, a podcast about all things local, brought to you by the Wiregrass Local and Bar Media. Callie Parsons, how are you doing this morning? I'm great. How are you? Living the fast life. Mm-hmm. Um, hanging out, trying to sweat to death downstairs in the new space we're working on. Which and is super cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. You probably need art in there. I. It's <laughs> funny you say nothing that. nothing says... Nothing says extreme Skater. lifestyle <laughs> like some paintings. Just some an oil painting. <laughs> some Claire Necessaries on the wall. Yeah. Um, have you met her? She's one of my artists. I love her. She's one of the. She was one of my inspirations for this Brad. whole thing. Yeah. She. Um. I met her at this house party. That sounds crazy. It wasn't necessarily a house party. It was a get together in a home. I love that you called it. Yeah, it was not like Kid and Play over there. <laughs> There's a DJ in the back. It was in Although, 1990. I have been at that so house, and there was a DJ, and it was a house party. But no, not this occasion. Um, yeah, we're, it was... I forget what the event even was about. But yeah, anyway, I met her, yeah. and she's super awesome, she's and her artwork is super solid. She's very... She's just so smart, so creative, so intentional, that's what scares me about her. It's the smartness. Like, yeah, no, she's intimidating. If you're super smart, then I'm going to be very quiet, which mm-hmm. sounds like a jab Oh, at does, you, I was about does, to say. That's not wow. what I mean. I already know you, though. This, okay. Like, I don't know her no, nearly I know, as I well mean, as I know Right, you. well. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Also, I'm people, I don't know. It's, I like to think that I'm pretty easy to talk to. So far. You've not made me too mad. I'm just kidding. Okay. It's been pretty. I pretty need to easy show going. you how smart I am so that you'll get uncomfortable. Why? Then it'll just make this whole thing awkward. <laughs> Man, I need to take that out. One hundred and sixty-nine, <laughs> episode one sixty-nine. Everybody, <laughs> Callie Parsons with the untrained edit. Um, how did you come hey. up with the name? Oh my gosh. Okay, that's a actually great... explain the project. We'll do that first, and then okay. we'll go back to like the name. Well, it's really interesting though. Actually, your question. It falls in line with the timeline because I came up with the name before I ever came up with the came gallery. Up with the, all right. So, um, how far back do you want me to go with this? Um, I got time, girl. We got unlimited bandwidth for the year. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I, I'll just I'll just say this: for um, many, 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 many years of my life, I have um, wanted to ha- do something in the creative space. Mm -hmm. Um, and I am a creative and I've, I've tried to hone into what that is Mm -hmm. for a very long time. It's yeah. If you don't have like a traditional discipline, then even explaining what you do is difficult. Yes. Like for me, it's easy because I'm like, I make things with cameras Mm -hmm. and the internet, right? Which actually sounds like I'm a porn producer. (laughs) That is not what I do. (laughs) I create marketing <laughs> supplies and uh-huh. yeah, I present businesses for the businesses. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because what I do in my day job, mm-hmm. if I explain it the way I want to explain it, it kind of sounds like I'm a pimp yeah. or, or a madam, but I'm not. Um, obviously. Yeah. You <laughs> well, just, you just set up, you have relationships with people and you find the best fit for each other. You're yes. basically match.com for art. Well, but this is what's crazy. I'm actually, so my day job mm-hmm. isn't, the match.com for art, which not yet, not yet. But 
what I've done for 18 years. So I, I went to school, I graduated with a language arts degree. Okay. Okay. So I taught high school mm-hmm. for five years. That I sounds... taught creative writing and speech and drama and English. That sounds like where, what city was this in? Well, it started in Huntsville and then in Nashville. Oh, that's not bad. And, um, so truly like my creativity is really in writing. Yeah. Um, but then I got out of that and became a recruiter. Mm-hmm. I went into the business world and for, I think about 18 years, I don't, I don't know math, but in sure. that, in that, you know, realm, I have been a recruiter. And so I'm kind of a matchmaker mm-hmm. of people, sure, like a broker almost of yeah. people. Um, because really at the end of the day, you are, you're just matching. Yeah. You're taking somebody's skill set. Like they just graduated. You take their CV, CZ, CV, mm-hmm. and CV, then yeah. send that. I don't know, you get five or six potential leads, send that to employers, and they say, cool, here's your finder's fee. Do the thing. I actually was going to do that for a little bit, and then I think just sitting still part was yeah. tough. Yeah. And the organization. Well, so... And selling different cities, because don't, people don't realize how much... Hang on, we're going to turn this whole thing into a recruitment yeah. bit. But that's okay, because... Um, a lot of times when you're trying to match a person with that employer, yep. you're not selling the employer. Right. You're selling the town that they'd live in. Right. Oh, totally. And so we try in my business, we try very hard not to take searches where there's relocation involved because it is so difficult. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. So, so we kind of do the opposite of what you're describing. The client who needs a position filled comes to us yeah. and we then go find candidates for gotcha. them. And we try very hard again. If, if the client wants to relocate, relocate someone mm-hmm. from outside that market, we typically don't want to take that gotcha. on. It's a lot. That's a lot. It's a like, lot. Then you got signing, you got like random oh, signing and moving bonuses involved. And, and then like, don't even get me started on if they've got kids and you got to help them figure out what school, school systems. System. And, oh yeah. So that's just a lot. But so during this 18 ish years of being on the business side mm-hmm. of life, I have continued to try to figure out how to bring the creative into my life in some way. Yeah. But I've tried to be an artist. I've tried to paint. I've tried to, I've tried it all. Yeah. And I'm not good at it. But I'm the same way. Like the reason I use cameras is because I can't draw a straight line to save my life. Same. Yeah. So, but I grew up with artists, that kind of artist all in my family. Sure. My mother's an artist. My grandma, I mean, I grew up looking, staring at my grandmother's paintings on our walls. That's when I, I mean, I loved it since I was a child. Yeah. Um, and then, um, anyway, so I, so I've been trying to kind of figure that out for a long time. Okay. So fast forward to, um, the, I don't know if you've heard of the pan pandemic that just what came. Is that? So, well, it's this thing like this, well, a little bit, you know, I was having surgery and I was laying in bed. For oh, okay. So it's called COVID-19. Oh, is that, I thought that was a new rapper. Oh, yeah, that's, well, you would think that. I'm just kidding. Um, so I wish anyway. it was. It'd be a lot more oh tolerable. But you know what? We might not be sitting here having this conversation had it not happened. I am not glad that the pandemic Absolutely happened. not. No, I get that. But, but it bred, like it gave people a time, like I, my favorite, there shouldn't ever be a favorite part of something that was so catastrophic. Right, but right. like if I had to pick something, it was like. Everybody got to recenter what their focus was. Thank Everybody you. got to build relationships that they right. might have neglected over the years or even with their kids. Like 
it's it's really powerful to to stop like for everything to stop every it's the only time justin there's i don't know i mean obviously the only time in our lifetime but in lifetimes to come and lifetimes before yeah, us, it may never, never happen again once has the entire world yeah been in the same boat yeah and that's one of the other things that like people don't realize how interconnected the human race is and like with and i'm not going to get in like some crazy political tangent but like the same issues are going on everywhere in the world Mm -hmm. and there's spikes in what those issues are but they're happening in every community and every corner of the earth Mm -hmm. and even though the earth's flat i don't know get get your news here at the local i'll tell you right (laughs) Um, no, but people like everybody deals with the same nonsense and the same day in, day out, like weirdness. And a lot of people like to, because we're American, like to section us out. Like Mm -hmm. we don't have all those issues, Mm -hmm. which I think is just compounding the issues. Well, and I think, I think the thing that was so, um, unifying of it all, because obviously, everybody was dealing with it in different ways. I mean, socioeconomically or mm-hmm. depending on what part of the world you're in, you know, if you were locked in a room smaller than this in New York city and couldn't yeah. see sunshine versus sitting on my front porch on, you know, sure. here in Dothan, Alabama. So, but the, the, the connectedness I think came from the unknowing, mm-hmm. like the just, yeah, no, no one knew, or at least we think anyway. Yeah. That's an inside job. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I mean, but so that my recruiting business, as you can imagine, it was like tumbleweeds in the oh, street. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I just over time and through conversations with, with Scott, I was like, I've got, I've got to, I've got to figure this out. I mean, my the creative side of me is about to. I'm about to just yeah. You got to do something. Go with crazy, energy. and I've ha- I had people tell me I needed to start writing again, um, but that didn't that didn't that didn't get me excited. I mean, I love yeah. to read, and I love I, I very much appreciate the written written yeah yeah language arts. Sure. I, I appreciate that, but um, that's that wasn't it. And so Scott was telling me that I needed to do something and inter- with. In, with visual art. With visual art. But he was talking about, you need to be going into people's homes and helping them do this or that. Yeah. I had a couple of other people telling me that too, including my business partner, my recruiting business partner. And so I just started sketching, just writing things and just kind of mm-hmm. just, you know, brainstorming. And the name, The Untrained Edit, just came to me. And yeah. that day I looked it up to see if... Anybody was using yeah. it. So I just went ahead and bought that name mm-hmm. I had no idea really what that was going to look like oh I got a lot of that going on in my life yeah yeah um it was just really weird how it just came to me it was like clear as day I, that's what whatever this was going to be mm-hmm. was going to be that's what it's going to be called um because again Scott kept telling me you need to be doing something with the visually in people's homes and I kept saying well I'm not a trained interior decorator. Yeah. I'm not, I don't have a background in design. Sure. I don't have any of these things. And then I kind of sat down with Kendall and my best friend mm-hmm. Kendall and started brainstorming. Um, and I just, I, I knew something was there, but I could not put my finger on it. And I was like, there are plenty of really, really talented interior designers yeah. and decorators in this town. That's not me. That's sure. not what 
I do. And I, anyway, but here, like when you're, if everybody's trained and they all went through the same schooling, then wouldn't reason to be, wouldn't that make you think that maybe their techniques are all going to be the same to an extent? I mean, obviously everybody has their individual eye of what yeah, and, they and, favor here and, and there. get trained at different places or different, yeah. you know, but I think there's a lot of stuff that goes into interior design and decorating that is not just looking at things that are pretty. Sure. It's measuring Mm-hmm. Again, numbers. Oh my God, yeah. It's, you know, there's. I love walking. <laughs> I love nothing more than walk into a room and there's a giant wall and a like eight by ten photo on it. And you're like, oh, word! This is a, all you wanted to frame up, Just huh? A, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I know. Um, and see those. Then I start visualizing. So yeah, so a blank wall is really more of my speed. Yeah. Give me a blank wall and I can go to town. So. Um, so I was just brainstorming with a couple of different people. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I was talking one day to a local artist. Her name's Laura Rice. And she was wanting to give me art lessons because she was offering to give me art lessons because, again, I was like, I'm about to go crazy. Yeah. But I can't. I can't do art. I'm not a painter. I can't. But I want to be. Sure. She's like, I'm going to we're, we're going to do this. But then she just said, oh, let me back up. So like the week before that, we were on our way to a soccer game, Scott and I were, and I just, he, again, he kept pushing this interior thing. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what, if I could just be anything in the world, what I would be? An art dealer. Yeah. And then nothing, and then nothing else was said of it. I don't even know if he remembers the conversation. It just, we, ne- we never, I guess we were yeah. pulling into the, you know, parking lot. So the next week I was talking to Laura and we were talking about the lessons I maybe may or may not be getting and she said I want to throw this out it's gonna sound weird to you maybe but have you ever considered doing an online gallery mm-hmm. and I lit I'm, I'm gonna be really dramatic right now <laughs> I my whole body like just my mouth dropped and I just I couldn't even I was like everything made sense ev- everything made sense and then I got then I started like jumping up and down and it got really silly. Well, it's hard to, hard to put a concept that's not even a concept yet. You have like a, a yes. working title and a, yeah. a passion. Yeah. And trying to, a lot of times when you start mixing in passion and business, the business end like really overwhelms the passion side at the end of the day. But, uh, uh insert artists. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's, that's like the perfect balance of like appreciation, passion, yeah, thank helping you. other people like fulfill their dreams while scratching the itch you got. Yeah, absolutely. And that is exactly why I knew immediately this was it because I am surrounded by artists mm-hmm. in my life. I mean, Scott side of, I mean, Scott side, yeah. they have tons of, they, they are all Everybody creative musicians and artistic. over there. Yeah. Well, his, his sister is an, an artist, a painter, mm-hmm. you know, he, Scott's a musician, his brother's an actor and a musician. I mean, that's all, you know, and then on my side, I've got all, and so I know mm-hmm. that really what they want to do is create. Yeah. Now, there are some artists who are really good at marketing themselves and really good at, and and they may not need me. Sure. They may not want to work with me, but the thing is, this is about exposure. Yeah. Not only is it exposure on the for the artist to be able to just have another vehicle of, mm-hmm. you know, another way to just show a different market, their stuff. Yeah. But it is also helpful to a buyer 
or a person who's looking for art because I cannot tell you, and this is why Scott kept pushing this whole interior design or decorating thing because so many people have said to me or come to me over the years and said, how do you pick out your art? How do you know where to put it? Or come help me create a gallery wall like yours or, you know, but people are, a lot of people are intimidated by the idea of picking out and hanging art. Yeah. Cause it seems so permanent. Like when you're, and it's so not, um, do you get most of your stuff at TJ Maxx? I'm just I joking. mean, pretty much my whole, yeah, my front room is pretty much TJ Maxx and home goods. The, uh, <laughs> I know that's a joke, but you said it very serious. Well, um, because I'm an actress. There you go. I taught speech and drama. So, man, I bet that was fun, except for the whole high school. Yeah. Thing. High school. Well, um, yeah. Kids. Um, no, it always seems so permanent. Like if you go get something that, especially if there's a hefty price tag to it, mm-hmm. like I've got a couple pieces at the house that I've paid like 500 for one. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I didn't think anything and that's of it. it. That's my, <laughs> yeah, there's my collection guys. <laughs> just leave my budget on that. All one I need is this one. <laughs> um, no, but I actually had it commissioned. It was a, oh, um, good. yeah, those are fun. There's a professional skateboarder. His name's Nick Merlino. Um, and if you ever get bored, you can look him up. He was on the show on Viceland, King of the Road, mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. was one of the main characters in season three. He was just oh, hilarious. Okay. Um, I contacted him because he was doing landscape paintings on like actual skateboards. Oh. And so I sent him a bunch of photos of our family farm up in New York. And I was like, what's up? Can you uh, composite all this? Oh, and he was like, gosh. yeah, dude. And so I was hanging in my breakfast so room. He, he's a skater that you admire. Yeah. And then he's, he's super talented artist, on a skateboard. So a skater that you admire painted. Yeah. And there's like skate in the skateboard world, like the art artistry in the skateboard world is like outrageous. That is so see, that's my, that's like my, that's why I have all these boards hanging on the wall. when you walk in, Oh, I love And I don't know. You probably not read my bio, my um, website, but I say that like art is the perfect wingman Mm -hmm. for a piece of art hanging in your house is the perfect wingman for really great conversation. Absolutely. I mean that right there, Mm -hmm. that story is so cool. And I know that every time you look at it, yeah. you realize how special it is. Yeah. It's the only one. That's right. pretty We're going to change that. We want, I, I can hook you up with his number. No, I'm not the only piece of art on the wall. We've got, um, I've got a bunch of stuff like old, I toured with a band for a while, was just shooting photos with them. Awesome. And so like, I got some of those tour flyers, uh, framed up on the wall. Yeah. Like everything yes. we have on the wall means something. Yes. And it should. Yeah. And that's not to be disparaging to, you know, and that's the other part of this too, is a lot of people think they can't afford art and, um, that's a shame. Um, yeah, dude, it's, I mean, for something that you can create yourself yeah. too, like I've, um, I've seen where people just try stuff and then give it to somebody else right. and that just kind of gets passed around. And then yeah. at the end of the day, it's this ridiculous, like, hodgepodge of everybody's vibe. Yeah. You can do stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I don't, and that's the other thing, too, that when I, um, you know, finally realized what this was going to be, I wanted to have a a variety, not only a variety of the type of art, Mm. but I wanted it to be a variety of price points. Sure. And typically the way that happens is if you have an emerging artist, mm-hmm. 
you know, someone just yeah. getting, you know, versus a very established one. And, um, and there's beauty in absolutely all of it. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I wanted to be, um, very, I, I want to be very, um, I want to be an advocate for both sides of yeah. that equation absolutely. of the buying and the creating and the buying. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I've been a recruiter for as long as I have, I do know how to negotiate. I do know how to have the conversations with, with either side that they don't want to have to each sure. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a commission piece can get uncomfortable if the artist is creating it and the person who is like staring over their shoulder. Yes. Yeah. Or doesn't like something yeah, about yeah, yeah. it or is hovering. Um, so I, I like to think I can be a good, um, middle, middle yeah. man for that middle woman for that. So, um, so the untrained edit came from, I don't know where. Just making, so, so the name just came. It's just natural progression. Yes. Like a lot of times people look and look and like try to figure out what it is that they are supposed to do. And usually all they're supposed to do is just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And do you'll the, get doing the next right thing. Yep. Just do the next right thing. Yeah. Like with me, with what's going on downstairs, which I haven't really announced yet. Um, is this, is this, is it time? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a retail store. Do you That's, like how I lean into the um, mic when I'm getting, when I get, when I'm trying to get dramatic? Like I have headphones on and it gets louder <laughs> for me. I used to, I usually wear headphones, but lately I just watch the bar. I see. It's a lot easier. It's a lot more comfortable for people. Like once you get in headphones and like start talking in a mic and hear yourself, yeah, it's cannot, like wearing, it's like a dog that. wearing a sweater. I can't handle it. I can't. It's like yeah. you just freeze <laughs> you up. Freeze. Like all your limbs lock out yeah. and you're like, I don't know about this. I'm even feeling a little bit intimidated by looking at that green thing. So I need, I'm really glad we don't have on headphones. Yeah. Headphones is kind of crazy. Yeah. It's one thing like to look at your voice, but it's another to hear it. I can't, I yeah. can't. When I have an echo on, if I'm talking to someone and there's an echo. Oh, I'll hang up. Oh, absolutely. You hang yeah. up. I'm going to try this again. Yeah. Let's do this from the landline. <laughs> there's no reason to try this. Or let's just, let's just text. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Better, yeah. You got a fax machine? What are we doing? Um, how, how long have you been at it? Well, that's what's crazy. Two weeks, three weeks. It's not bad. Um, so. And you sold. I'm going to turn this say, into an episode of Shark Tank. Yeah. What's your numbers? <laughs> right. no, yeah. Let me get my, let me bring in a cool rug. Yeah. I de- st- put it Why right. is there always a rug? And how many it, rugs do they tarnish and what do they do with those rugs? Afterwards? I don't know. I'll take them off their hands. They're usually pretty ones. Yeah. Um, so I would say I, I've probably, I think I was looking yesterday. I've sold maybe 10 to 12 pieces. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. In three um, weeks? Mm-hmm. Man, you're well, moving so three my, a day. I think I did April 1st was my... I mean, three a week. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, and it makes me... It's made me so happy mm-hmm. to help when the person loves it. That is just... I. It just make I can't. Yeah. It's endorphins, like, out the... You know what? Um, but well, it's like the best teamwork, like, cause you know, the artist is happy and then I get the to artist the is way more happy. happy they are. Yeah, and yeah. it just, that brings me so much yeah. joy. I mean, it, it's, a, it's good. I'm trying to get it's in. good stuff. You need a part-timer? I got some art yeah. nerd. I'd homies. like to eventually need a part-timer. Um, how far do you source your, uh, artists or does that matter? Well, so, I mean, the thought kind of was, um, 
keep it local and regional. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have an artist, and I can't remember, she's from somewhere in the Northeast, who reached out to me yesterday. And our art is so cool that I'm not going to say no to that. What's she do? Uh, watercolors. Crystal Botterford. No. Damn. But she's a. That, but now I'm going to have to write that name down. Yeah, hit her up. She, yeah. um, she actually is from Dozen. She lives in my hometown in New York, which is bananas to me. That oh, is she the happy dogs? I don't think so. No, okay. Um, Maybe I don't know. Someone from New York, and I and I actually am following her and need to to get up with her too. Um, but you know, if someone comes to me, and you know, I want to say, and their art speaks to me, and I think it could speak to my following. Sure. I'm not going to turn that away. No. Um, now, there may come a point when. I have so much inventory, air yeah, quotes yeah. inventory that I have to be a little more selective. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not only that, you don't want to dilute. I don't want to dilute anything. the the. I don't want there to be so much going on that people's work gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah, you don't want sensory overload, right. and you don't want to mix up qualities. You want everything to be at a standard quality, absolutely. Because it's at the end of the day, like for the relationship between you and the purchasers, like if they're going to be repeat customers, you can't send them like a 10,000. I don't know what your pricing is, but like a $10,000, like giant piece. But you know, we'll get there building an empire. Yeah. 10,000 for like a giant canvas. And then like a $10,000 sculpture, but the sculpture is the size of, I don't know, like a bottle. Yeah. Water bottle. Like, I don't know. It's hard to quantify art too. It, it really is. It really is. And I've had a lot of conversations with the artists about um, pricing. Mm-hmm. And I really am landing almost every time in you price it at what you believe yeah. it's worth. Sure. Oh, the, as the purchaser? As the artist. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we can always tweak it. Yeah. If your stuff starts flying out of the gallery, it's not high enough. It's not high enough. And if we find that it sits there for a while, we'll either take it down for a little bit mm-hmm. and maybe put some other stuff there. See, people don't realize that you can do that. Everybody's like, we got to mark it down. Right. I'm like, no, nah, dude, just rearrange some stuff. Yeah, Turn it I upside mean, down. I'm just kidding. I, no, no, I did. I just bought a piece um, this week from the peanut gallery and I'm, I've put it on its side, yeah. literally. Um, and, pe- and then that's the other thing. I just, I want to help people not be afraid to do things like that. Yeah. Take risks. I mean, that's what, if art is perfect, then it's, to me, it's not Yeah. art or interesting. Well, hand, I mean, there's something that, there's, there's a quality that you can't get and a, and a feeling of like connection with the artist that you don't get. When it's just duplicated prints right. or right. Uh, like if you're, if you used to, I don't know, there's a couple of people in mind that I don't want to call out, but like there's some artists that used to be artists and now they have a bunch of equipment and they just make stuff. Right. Right. And I will say that I have. Which there's a place for, for I, sure. I, I like everybody wants an engraved cutting board. Yeah. yeah. But like. <laughs> Especially one that has Lionel Richie on it, which is oh, what I sure. gave Scott for Christmas one year. That's solid, solid gift. And it says, um, hello, is it me you're cooking for? All right. I got that. I actually copied somebody, a friend, who gave that as a 
Dirty Santa gift when we were having, this was back when we could get together with people, yeah. you know, and we were doing our little Christmas thing. And I ended up winning it. And, but I really had to, I was, I, it was cutthroat because yeah. everybody wanted it so badly. It's weird how Maybe that... I didn't win it. Maybe I ended up going and buying it. I don't know, but. Almost all the husbands that you're got, that's a good example. Yeah, that's, it's hilarious too, like what, what becomes a hit in like the Dirty Santa situations. Like last year, or was it last year or the year before, I got my brother-in-law a pizza cutter, but it was a dude on a unicycle. So when you drove it across the pizza, you pedaled. See, now I need that. Yeah. I want that now. Well, that's Etsy. the problem is like... I am a almost 40 year old child. Mm -hmm. And like, if I could get away with all my utensils being, being like ridiculous, yeah. sign me up. Like yeah. if only there's only like twisty straws from here on out, You're, that's the world I want to live in. Yeah. I think I may be the, on the same page. Yeah. Like, it's uh, like I, one time somebody was complaining about transportation. I was like, you know what they ought to do is dig up all the roads and turn them all into lazy rivers. <gasps> yeah. And that was the same reaction he gave. Oh, I love it. I miss Lazy Rivers. Yeah, dude. Like that's my, so if I ever hit the numbers or yeah. like whatever needs to happen for me to get, just blow everything money. Right. Uh, retirement home, Lazy Rivers instead of hallways and like <laughs> little like. So great. It's so rad, right? Except for like the leaky it. diaper scenarios. Oh, people well, you just put them in keep, swimmy diapers. Yeah. For adults. Yeah, dude. Like Lazy Ooh, River transportation. It. I want to, I'm going to, I'm, I want to be there. Let's get it. When we have that. We can approach the planning committee for, for Dothan city. So <laughs> we'll put a proposal together. Um, I'm, I'm in. What do you, uh, what do you see the untrained edit turning into in the future? Or have you gotten, oh my gosh, are you still trying to get. I have so many ideas. I mean, is it, is it, um, bad juju to say, um, I don't know. I think if you say them out loud, Worst case scenario is I can play this for you and be like, what's up with this? How come you haven't done this yet? Well, and I think saying them out loud, like in the, um, it's like privacy of my own home. Well, and I did, you know, I did say out loud some things, um, when this all got started that are, that have already started kind of happening, sure. but, um, I, I'll, I'll be kind of vague, but I'll answer your question. I mean, I do have a lot of ideas and mm -hmm. I do want to collaborate with a lot of people because I think there are lots of, um, well, there are obviously a lot of mediums of art. I mean, yeah, you know, f flower arranging for sure is a form of art. Um, for example. So, um, I want to be a platform, whether it's physical or like brick and mortar or digital. Yeah. Where artists, and I say this, you know, I say this kind of in my little tagline thing on my website or in on my handle on Instagram, whatever mm. all those words are, um, that I want it to be a community yeah, for people who, to inspire each other. Mm -hmm. And when I say inspire each other, I mean, whether you're an artist getting inspired by another artist, mm. whether you're a buyer who gets inspired by a particular artist or two, and you decide that's kind of how you want to. Yeah. Decorate your home, whether it be, um, well, have you so many, so many ideas? Yeah. That, I'm not going to start providing ideas for you because I'm real bad about getting inspired you, by somebody else's work. And like, oh, you know, it'd be awesome. But I hate when people do that. Everybody's like, oh, you should do a 
an entire issue of the local in Latin. And I'm like, <laughs> for what? Like, I had a dude for real. It's like, oh, you know, it'd be cool. And actually, I have thought about doing a hand-drawn issue of the local, like, like start to finish. Okay. Yeah, but like... Ooh. Like like I, your handwriting? F- absolutely not. Okay. Nobody would be able to read it. I'd be right. better off if I could make a Braille newspaper <laughs> than use my own handwriting. Sport like. Yeah, I could use, yeah, it's just, it's just pictures of like, it's just cave drawings, basically, <laughs> is what my handwriting looks like. Words. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> um, no, but I thought about doing like straight up, like shoot the whole thing, photograph, like photo wise, and then just come back and like line art everything. And well, that's cool. I mean, that's just cool. use like a typewriter font. Yeah, I love it. Instead of, yeah. Like when, I mean, how it orig- originally yeah. happened. Sure. That's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things I'd like to do with the local and there's a lot of things that people tell me I should do with the local all the time. Yeah. And I've been, I've had a lot of you shoulds. Yeah. And sometimes the ideas are solid and some Mm -hmm. of them are like, man, that only serves you. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, again, I think this could go in a a lot of different directions Mm -hmm. and I am just opening my hands up and saying, you know, where this is supposed to go. Whatever the universe sends it. Yeah. Now I do want to be obviously smart sure um and be it can't be like a free-for-all you need to be strategic you need to (laughs) be be purposeful like purposeful i want to um and you can't have it this is gonna sound crazy uh you can't have it super accessible you know what i mean like you need the exclusivity to an extent because if if it's there all the time that's why pop-up stores are so such a big thing is like if it's there all the time we're never going to go there. Mm-hmm. Like it's true. Atlanta bread. Yeah. One of my favorite oh, places on per, like R-I-P. in the world. Makes but yeah, so sad. because it was always there. Yeah. Everybody's like, Oh, maybe next week for lunch. Right. I know. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, and we, as a community here locally, we just uh, bless our hearts. We just have a hard time supporting. I know that's right. Cool stuff. It's weird, dude. Like there's so much rad stuff going on constantly here i know it's with the local like we're it's it's a huge blessing to be able to like shine light on the more positive things going on and i'm so thankful that you are which is rad like i see i always see like your husband's posts of him reading the local at the house or like there's always it's cool to walk into friends houses and they just have one on the counter because it's super weird because i don't know like I know that it's a it's a real thing because obviously we print a boatload of them. Right. But it's also very strange for like for me to see something that I've done being appreciated out in the wild without me pushing, pushing it. it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's really fulfilling well, to see that. Well, it's because again because you're a creative and creatives and artists really like going back to the whole beginning of this conversation they just want to create We're and put good too, stuff like, out there. And pushing yourself onto people, mm-hmm. pushing your work, yeah, feels icky. Sure. And so many artists, and again, they just want to create. They don't want to be just, the face. They don't want to. Right. They don't want to sell it. They yeah. don't want to. And some are really good at doing that. Sure. I mean, there are some who who um, they got it on lock. They don't. You know. You get into the jewelry game. That's on. That's down the line. That's a conversation I've had with a couple of people. Um. I so just, whenever you said like people that are good at marketing themselves, like one of my friends, you know, Kristen Hester. 
Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, I adore she's her. Definitely that. I just that wanna, brand of human. I want to put my arms around her and just yeah. hold her like a baby. She is the jam. She is the jam, and her her joy's beautiful. Yes, but um, she's one of those that's like super solid. She only lives an hour away. I know, but I just liked that I could just run into her randomly because yeah, right. that's, that's the only time I ever could see her. Yeah. Okay, so I met her when she Kendall. Yeah, dude. Moved. Okay, they did so the house they, shuffle. They did the house shuffle. I mean, the day that Kendall. It's like the night before they were moving and we went over to their house on Quail Creek Mm -hmm. um, just to say goodbye one last time to the house. And all of a sudden, this cool family's moving in next door. Yeah, dude. They walk over and we end up walking over to her house and we all fall in love with each other. And I was like, Kendall, you have to- Why are you leaving? No, you can't leave. You can't leave this house now, even though I was really pushing her to leave it because then she was moving 72 seconds away from my house. So so I did want her to be 72 seconds away. But I did, uh, it was sad because, I don't know, because yeah, she was getting a great neighbor and then absolutely, and then she had to leave. But anyway, and she has great neighbors now. This is not about Kendall, but I will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite segment of the podcast. The Kendall segment. Um, the, yeah. Anyway. Shows secrets. She, um, <laughs> she's seething that I got to this before her. Really? I'm just kidding. She's not, but... I she's mean, been, she's been, she and Scott have been in my business partner and well, I should, I, there are about five people who have been my biggest cheerleaders through this whole thing. So, um, she deserves a shout out. Yeah. I'll figure out an excuse to get her in here. She's a good one. Yeah. I mean, she's never been in here for a CX. I know. She said that. I mean, thing. she said that y'all tried to make it happen. Well, that's not on me then. No, it's not on you. It's on her. I know. Everything's on her. There you she's, go. She is. That's more like it. She's, uh, I blame everything. Her and I have some very interesting friends in common Mm. on Facebook Mm. from not our area. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And our favorite thing is like, my favorite thing is to tease her about some of those people. Oh, yeah. Well, my favorite thing to do is tease her about anything. Anything, yeah. Dude, what was up with that salsa she made though? That stuff was off the hook. Stop, show stopping salsa? Yeah. I mean. Where's that? Where is it, Brian? Let's get it. I mean, Brian, you want to come on the podcast, promote some <laughs> salsa? We'll just leave Kendall out in the uh, conference room. Yeah. She can stare at us through a window. Yeah, she can. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's cold-blooded. <laughs> With her yeah, hands dude. up, like, face face against the window. Yeah. That's the ticket. Um, where can people find you? Um, I'm on Instagram, and uh, Instagram is at The Untrained Edit, mm-hmm. and Facebook is the untrained edit. All right. And then the website is key. K- Kendall told me I wasn't supposed to say this. The website is www. Yes. <laughs> yes. When I was, I don't know if you saw, I made a video. It was a last minute thing that this amazing 18 year old talent of a human being, um, who is from Rehoboth. Okay. Now lives in Miami. He's 18 or 19 years old. Mm. He, came and shot a video of me just in an afternoon of me kind of just talking about the web, mm-hmm. like what this is. And I made Kendall come over as, um, uh, emotional support. Cause mm-hmm. I was so nervous and we were just talking through kind of some stuff I was going to say. She's like, whatever you do, do not say www. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you can find me at www.theuntrainededit.com. I've never been one to stick to the rules either. So yeah. yeah, so I'm gonna say it for just have fun with it. That's and it's, it's so for. easy to say www. Yeah, 
it's so it's just a comfortable it's fun <laughs> it's just really a fun yeah yeah well, so that's where i appreciate you coming in today <sighs> thank you so much i mean this is and i'm a i'm a podcast junkie so and i just can't believe i'm finally on one and oh yeah have you never been on a podcast no, I mean, why would I be? I don't know. They're so accessible nowadays. That, like, I don't have any, I've never had anything to talk about. Dude, there's plenty of podcasts that are about just that. This is dudes bored ranting about. Well, traffic. that's true, and those are usually some of my most favorite. But, um, but I'm so proud to have been asked. I'm so proud to be finally introduced to this podcast. I mean, yeah. I, I started listening when you had my angel Molly on. Yeah. But, um, thanks, thanks for what you're doing. I do what I can. I'm so glad we have people like you in our community. It's, there's so many, I don't know, there's so many people that spend a lot of their time trying to climb the backs of other people to feel tall. Mm. And for me, it's like, hop on the back. Like, I don't need to, I'm, Absolutely. I've got nothing to prove. Like, right. I've done, I've done a lot in my life and I've, I've learned a lot over the last handful of years. Mm-hmm. And like, eventually you just realize like the passion doesn't have to be like, being the life of the party it just needs to be like continuing the vibe of the party like i just want to make sure everybody's having a good time and that's where i'll get my kicks you know well, what I, mean? I mean if we are not propping each other up what are we yeah. doing here i mean I, you know i want i want to support other people mm-hmm. and i hope in turn people support me i mean that's what we that's the whole and point cool of human like, the human existence and the other yeah the other thing is like the timeline of like when people come in and out of your life yeah like oh that's not circumstance i never paid attention to that uh, and it's and it's one of those things where it's just like why does that person keep popping up in my life oh my gosh absolutely and not that you were one that just came out of nowhere but you know what i mean like, yeah well you almost got me attacked by your killer poodle at the mm-hmm, park the other day i know he's so vicious yeah that dude has a lot of energy well, he did, he certainly does. Um, and he's, he's got a, a great vertical jump. I know. I mean, he both of my dogs are rescues, and I did not know what I was getting into with either one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but they are both. And so, I mean, I have to apologize. I apologize more for my dog's behavior in the neighborhood than I do any kid, any, any kid ever. Yeah. Because they are just... They're crazy and I cannot, I'm doing the, I mean, I'm good, doing good just to keep them alive. Sure. So I'm sorry that they, you know, they do come at you and anyone who lives in our neighborhood knows that to be true. And if I see someone coming down the street towards yeah, you us, both hands on the I, leash. I, well, I just go a different direction. Yeah. I will literally stop in the middle of the street and just turn around and go the other way yeah. because. <laughs> yeah. We were talking to Scott and you were like, all right, I'm out of here. I, I, I can't do this. Being too crazy. Yeah. They are a lot. But I, again, I didn't know what I was getting into with either of them, but I would take 15 more if Scott would let me. Right. So. I think you do that just to drive him kind of crazy. Yeah. And he's no, he's not wanted either one of them. And I remind both dogs every day he that he, he didn't want, he didn't want them. Yeah. Now he Can't cradles them like him. babies mm-hmm. and kisses them in the mouth. I'm like that. Well, I don't kiss my dog in the mouth. I, sn- I smooch her on a snout though, which is basically the which, same thing. Well, I mean, and. That's, I mean, maybe I shouldn't have, um, I think people, well, he's prob- not like- I think people probably know that he is a dog kisser. I mean, <laughs> I don't think that's a secret. Probably not. Well, it definitely isn't now. No, it's not. Maybe you should edit that out. Cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> Shut this whole thing down. I mean, he, but yeah, he, so I remind the dogs. Is that how you're trying to get me out of the space? You're going to 
sue me to death because you said some stuff about your husband. Well, now you and know. hold me liable. You have you have uncovered. So, uh, guys, the other thing that's going to happen um, you want to in put the it all future out there? is I'm going to I'm going to take over Justin's office, Just hijacking the I'm whole take operation. It. Yep, you can have it. I mean, whenever it's I get so done. good, it's yeah. so pretty. I love these ceilings. Whole I love place these is pretty solid pendants. I love everything. It's awesome up here. It's fun. I'm happy for you. It's a big frat house vibe. We got I don't drums think it in the has. A, I mean, it kind of does, but it it's also a little has classier a, than that. Like, yeah, it has a very. It's a very I mean, utilitarian space. You have a candle burning space. for me, for for goodness' sake. Yeah, thanks, bushel and a peck. I know, local. She hooks it up. I know. I love it in here. We're gonna do a local collaboration candle soon with her. Oh, good. If you want to hustle it on your website, no, I'm just kidding. That's, I'll 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 hustle anything out on the. On the uh, Instagram, web. Instagram, not the, the Instagram, web. the Facebook, the Facebook. Yeah. Um, I miss people calling everything the. I know. Like I'm going to the Walmart. I know. Or the Kmart's. Oh yeah, you put <gasps> it pluralize everything. I was we were having Woo. a conversation with someone about that. Like, should we start a T-shirt company where you just put the to the front of it or S on the end of it? Yeah. I wonder. I think those would sell. I'm. The Piggly Wigglies. Thousand percent. <laughs> Yeah, dude, gotta go to the Piggly Wigglies. Oh, I, that hurts just saying it. It does. Oh well. Well, thanks for coming in. Episode one hundred and sixty-nine. That was amazing. Oh, that was uh, yeah. Yay! Thank you for having me. Untrained edit. I'm go hit it up at www.theuntrainededit.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the Wiregrass Local podcast, give us a shout at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Wiregrass Local or hit us up on Friendster, MySpace, or LiveJournal. That's all fake, but you know what I mean. <laughs>